The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Most people getting in touch about neutrality and Michael D. Higgins's comments. The idea that the democratically elected president is not allowed to express an opinion is ridiculous. Are these politicians that easily upset? Where is their upset in the hospital waiting list, homelessness, etc.? Just to name a few. Somebody else says, I'm not advocating that we join NATO. But I often wonder why other small European states like Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania are in NATO. Well, I would suggest probably in those cases, it's more to do with the fact that they were in the Soviet sphere of influence or the Russian sphere of influence in the Soviet Union. Uh, uh, And it's a lot to do with that. But I appreciate the point nonetheless. And somebody else says, why can't we simply have a referendum on neutrality. I'm sure there are many who would agree. Uh, Michael D. Higgins, for what it's worth, if you're wondering what we're talking about, appeared to criticise the upcoming forums on security, defence and neutrality. He suggested that we are playing with fire when it comes to foreign policy and that there is a drift towards NATO. It has been seen in some circles as a direct criticism of government. Michael Ring is a member of government. He's a Fine Gael TD for Mayo and a former cabinet minister. Michael, uh, what's your namesake, Michael D. Higgins? Was he right to make his comments? Well, look, first of all, I want to say that Michael D. Higgins has done a great job as president, and I had the pleasure of voting for him on, on both occasions. But I have to say this, there is communications here between the presidency and the government. He has his role, he has a constitutional role, the government has their role, and I'll just give you a very simple example recently. I, I put down a doll question recently, as, asking the president uh, how many people in Ireland over 100 years got paid, got paid the bursary. I was told that I couldn't get that information, that the president uh, was above questioning from the doll, and I couldn't get the answer. So he knows the rules between the doll, he knows the, the rules between the presidency, and all I'd say is he, I'm sure that there was some way that he could have opened uh, a talks with the government in relation to the issues and how strongly he felt about the issues. Yeah, I mean, uh, Michael D. King, D. Higgins, you can accuse him of a lot of things, but 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 not stupidity. I mean, he knew he knew full well what he was doing, didn't he? Well, of course, he's a very clever man and a very intelligent man, and he knows his constitutional duty. He knows his rights. He probably feels very strongly about it. But the things I feel very strongly about, but I'm sometimes caught in by the whip of Fine Gael, and I can't say it and express it. He's the president of the country, and a very good president he is. And as I say, I'm sure there was a way that he could have opened links between the government and himself to have made a discussion in relation to this. But as you said, he, he knows what he's doing. He's a very strong-willed person, a very good person, a very good president. But at the same time, he has a role, the government has a role, and I believe that he could have opened some links with the government to, to discuss that issue that he's very concerned about. Uh, we, we spoke to someone earlier on the show and, and, uh, and they suggested, listen, this is no different from previous presidents, including Michael D. Higgins on occasion, talking about something like poverty. You know, it, it's an issue. Security and defence is an issue that affects us all. Of course, he should have his say on it. Yeah, but, but to be fair to the president, as I say, he has his constitutional role and the government have their constitutional role. And to be, to be fair about it, like if, if a member of the Iraqis criticised the president, they would come under a tremendous pressure and they would be you know, told and slapped down why they would do this. The president has his views and he has made his views known on many, many issues in the past. But there is a constitutional role there. He knows what the constitutional role is and he's very much in touch and in tune what's going on. And there, I'm sure there's links between him and the government on a weekly, daily basis, because he does, as you know, he signs every bill of the Iraqis to come through. And he has a very important role and he does it very, very well. And I wouldn't be a, a critic of his. In fact, I'd be a fan of his. But I felt on this occasion, mm. 
he could have at least discussed this with the government before he made his comments known. So, as you said, that there's these um, channels of communication that are always open. He does know his constitutional role and knows it very well. You know him as a person as well. So, why do you think he did say this? Well, I, I know he has very strong views on many, many issues, and I know he's always had strong views in relation to this issue. I was in the Dáil and many years with him in the Dáil, and he is a person of conviction, and he's a man that believes in, in what he believes in. And I'm sure he believes very strongly in this. But I believe that, that the government have a right to, to, to set up this, this, this committee. I believe people have a right to make express another view. Uh, I, I believe that, that, that nothing can be done unless there's a constitutional change. So if this was only uh, opening up for discussions in relation to, to the future of security in this country. So all I'm saying is that he could have discussed this with the government. I'm sure that the government of Benjamin was actually happening. And if he wasn't happy, then maybe then he could have expressed his view. But, you know, he puts the, 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 he puts the government under pressure in relation to his role, their role. And as I say, I'm a member of the Oireachtas. I was a member of the Cabinet. He has his role. The Cabinet and the government have their mm. role. And if there's a problem, I'm sure there's some link of communication that they can open up. So he, he was wrong to make these remarks in public? Well, look, at he, 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 look he's a citizen of this country. And I'm sure anybody has a right to make right, a remark. He's not, he's not just any citizen. Well, that's true for you. He's the president of the country. But I wouldn't criticise him because I've great time for him and I think he's been a very good president and he has a very good image for Ireland and he's done a good, very good yeah. job. But, but he shouldn't have said this in public. Well, all I'm saying is that I'm sure there was other ways and means of him actually being able to, to, yeah. to, to correspond with the government before he went public on it. Uh, I believe he should, have, he should have made contacts with the government. He has a link there between the government. I'm sure there's correspondence and there's an open link there between them on a daily basis. Uh, well, before I let you go, just on, on his, his, his broader point that he was trying to raise, that we're kind of playing with fire when it comes to foreign policy and we're drifting towards NATO, what would you say to that? Well, look at, I mean, the war has changed things in the world. The war has changed things everywhere. And I think really that the government have a right to, to, to put a view out there. But the people of Ireland have a right to express their view as well. And, you know, to set up a, a, a talk shop, as I call it. There's nothing wrong with that happening. But at the end of the day, if there's going to be any change in relation to that, there will have to be a referendum and the people of Ireland will have an opportunity. But that's not what the government are proposing. They're just at the moment throwing it out there uh, just to see what the reaction is and to see where we are and about the safety of Ireland. These are dangerous, dangerous times. The world has never been as unsafe. The world has never been as unsafe as it is now. What's going on in Ukraine with Putin and everything else, and I suppose artificial intelligence and everything else, the world has never been unsafe. And I suppose we have to, to look at ways and means to see how we can protect our small country. Michael Ring, Finnegale TD for Mayo. Michael, thanks very much for speaking to us. Nice you. You're very welcome. John O'Brennan is with me now, Professor and Jean Monet, Chair of European Integration at Maynooth University. Uh, John, I know you were listening to what Michael had to say. What did you make of what the President, Michael D. Higgins, had to say? Well, I think his comments, Kieran, were disgraceful. And I wish that our public representatives wouldn't be so mealy-mouthed in the way that they approached this. There are two elements of my criticism. First, what he said about Dame Louise Richardson, although he has walked those comments back today, it was nothing short of a disgrace. I have never encountered an Irish president who has used that sort of formula of language about somebody that is of such estimable and irreproachable character as Professor Richardson. She's volunteering her time, her insights, her experience to this forum to try and help Ireland think through 
this very complex and changing security landscape. And what he did, I think, was designed very deliberately to undermine her authority. You've never heard him say anything like that about Sir Bob Geldof or anybody else amongst his friends in the words of art and culture who actually got um, knighthoods and everything else from the British Empire. So that's the first point. But the second one, I think, is actually just as serious, which is this was a deliberate effort to undermine the legitimacy of the forum before it's even begun. It begins in Cork on Thursday and continues through Galway and Dublin next week. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. And I think it, 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 it creates a real constitutional problem because, he, as you said earlier in your conversation with Michael Ring, his opinion is not just the opinion of an, an Irish citizen. He is mm. the president of the country. And I think at a stroke, because of the popular support that he enjoys, what he was doing was undermining the legitimacy of the consultative forum. And he was presenting it in the most incredibly reductionist and caricatured manner. He presented it as something that was about neutrality and the threat, the alleged threat, as he sees it, to neutrality. It isn't about that at all. Security nowadays is defined in a much more expansive fashion, including cybersecurity threats, threats to food security, and any number of things. And if you go to the website of the Consultative Forum, you will see that the range of discussion there is incredibly expansive. The government is trying to think through mm. all of the implications, in other words, of this really changed security constellation that's challenging every country and, in Europe and beyond. And, and John, given, a, as, as Michael Ring said, out, given that there is open dialogue and open channels between the president and government, given that this president understands his constitutional duties and, uh, and, and, and presidential prerogatives, given that he is a very intelligent man, do you suspect that he knew full well what he was doing and he wants to undermine these series of meetings, these forums? He cannot... I think, be unaware of the impact that his comments might have. They go into the most important Sunday newspaper in the country, and of course they're going to have an impact. And remember, this was after these issues had been raised in the Doyle last week, and actually I saw over the course of yesterday and today there were any number of attacks on the reputation of Dame Louise Richardson, precisely as a result of the comments that he made to the Sunday Business Post. He damaged her reputation, I think, in everything that he said. Yeah. And, but I think the broader issue, Kieran, is about um, this sort of reductionist attitude to security and defense. We keep coming back into this silo of military neutrality when actually the world around us has changed enormously and we refuse to actually catch up with it. Well, uh, for what it's worth, he has, as you say, walked back those comments about uh, uh, Professor uh, Louise Richardson, uh, Professor Louise Richardson. He didn't, he apologised, but kind of mealy-mouthed apology. He apologised for the offence cause, not for saying them. Anyway, for what it's worth, John O'Brien, Professor and Jim Monet, Chair of European Integration at Maynooth University. And before John, we spoke to Michael Ring, a former Cabinet Minister, Fine Gael TD for Mayo. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.